G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Avalon's joined us. She's decided to join us. Hey, Av, belated happy birthday, girl. What was it? Uh, What day are we today? Thursday. 19. Tuesday. Was it Tuesday you were having her birthday? Yeah, it sure was. Uh, okay. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> well, happy birthday. I'd, I'd sing happy birthday to you, but I won't. Um, we're not going to go down the age path, but Murph suggested you looked. You look 19, so you'll take that, won't you? Oh, thank you. Yep, yep, definitely. I take even twenty-one these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Murph would take forty if he was lucky. Hey, um, let's 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 <laughs> let's talk about Catalonia. I've just been mentioning to Murph. Uh, uh, well, no, it's fair. I've got to get no, it before from, you get from it. Avalon. <laughs> hey, uh, the the grip issues with Jonathan Ray. He, it's not just Catalonia. He's had a few of that all year, right? Yeah, it's been really interesting, actually. He's had a bit of grip issues. And, like, at Catalonia, it seems like it was the rear end really giving him trouble. You know, he just lost grip and just couldn't drive off the turns. But at some other races in the Czech Republic, for example, it looks like a front-end issue. So, yeah, really interesting to see. And makes me wonder if he's just being pushed to the absolute limit this year or... If, yeah, the the differing conditions may be slightly cooler this year. They haven't had a huge amount of really, really hot races. Um, is not playing into their favour so much. I'm not 100% think, sure. Yeah, but he is being pushed, isn't he? I mean, uh, Top Rack is, is on the money. Scott Redding has been proven to be um, a little bit less consistent, but mm-hmm. but still very fast in some at some races. And, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to go back and re- recall the last few seasons, but don't you feel that, uh, to me, it seems like he is under a lot more pressure? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we'd all agree you you wouldn't want Top Rack right behind you in any race, would you? <laughs> He's just no. one of those racers who is always going to give it a go, and I think we all know someone like that, and um, it does. It really pushes you to the limit because um, they're just relentless and... and in that pursuit of, of victory. So, yeah, he is definitely being pushed, in particular by top rack. Reading, as you say, he's, he's a bit hot and cold, isn't he? Yeah, hey, Ab, I want to talk about the fact that the, the Ducatis, which had a huge weekend with Reddy and Ren- Reading and Rinaldi, why no one else thought their bikes would perform as well on hard tyres? Because they went for the, the hard option, right? Yeah, I, yeah, interesting, interesting. I think Ducatis generally do... Um, go quite well on hard tyres with that much torque that they've got they like they just tear a soft tyre really really quickly so um, if it's not hot enough for them to run soft tyres they're always going to go for that harder option and I think you know it was pretty rainy at Barcelona they definitely didn't have the best weather so um, with those cooler temperatures I think um, the hard tyre just worked perfectly for Ducati and yeah really played into their hands Huge amount of development going on there. I think um, they've got a really strong contingent of riders who are who are really pushing that bike and getting the most out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's it's just it is great to see other people up there winning, and um, and putting the challenge to you know to to Jonathan. I'm sure he's not enjoying it as much. But hey, a couple of uh, big crashes as well, um, and some injuries. Davies and uh, Sykes is you know a couple of serious ones there. Races being stopped, not good. Yeah, I've kept a close eye on that all week. Sykes uh, definitely didn't look good at all, transported to the hospital unconscious. 
um, unfortunately struck by Lucas Mahia. So Mahia seems mm. to be involved in just about every accident this year, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh. And uh, you can see pretty clearly when Mahia came in, he was saying to his team, I hit him in the head, like I, I, I ran out, I had nowhere to go. Um, but it looks like Sykes is doing doing well. Um, obviously a pretty major concussion, but it uh, looks like he's doing okay. Yeah, obviously probably not back in action this weekend in Jerez. And I see Loris Baz, uh, who's been racing in America, is um, coming in to replace Chaz Davies. So uh, that's pretty cool, pretty cool opportunity for him to to come have a wild card appearance. Yeah, Chaz Davies with the broken rib, so he won't be at Jerez, which is in, uh, I think, in the next round is October. Four rounds to go, but MotoGP again. Uh, Dukes, Bignaia, Quattararo, Bastianini, and Marquez fourth. Uh, Quattararo leads the championship, 234, Bagnaia 186, Juan Mir. 167. You know, uh, this is an interesting one for me. I mean, we know, we know, um, uh, what's his name? Valentino Rossi is going. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so quickly you forget. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, He's gone already. Oh, he's gone already. Uh, well, he that, has gone, actually. But, but Quattararo on a, hasn't had, the, the numbers look dominant, but he hasn't been totally dominant all season. No, absolutely not. He has been really pushed. Um, and how cool is it to see those young riders pushing him? Jorge Martin is uh, definitely a standout for me. It, um, you just, man, to, for your rookie years in MotoGP and to be pushing that hard. Unfortunately, he went down in Mizano, and it was Inea Bastianini who was... Uh, on the podium, which was really cool. We know our fellow Kiwi commentator, Simon Crafer there in MotoGP is a huge Bastianini fan because he's on an older bike. Uh, it's the, that Simon bike, it's two years old. pumping up his tyres, so. It's, it's two years old. How, how's he making a bike that yeah. was, was you know, known for understeering and having lots of front-end issues? It didn't look like it, he was having any of those troubles on the weekend. It was, it was just phenomenal. I mean, it was, it was one of those moments, wasn't it? The commentators were just blown away, just couldn't stop raving, and, and rightly so. It was just a, a, a wonderful moment in motorsport of motorcycling to see someone doing something unexpected like that. Yeah, absolutely. In, in particular, an Italian, an Italian race as well. Uh, couldn't couldn't have been any better for him. But yeah, absolutely. It's it's really known to be not a competitive bike, and um, probably fortunately for him, being a rookie, he doesn't know any different. So he is just absolutely riding the wheels off that machine. And yeah, he he's one of the many guys who are pushing. Quattararo um, all the way. So I, I'm interested if Quattararo is able to hang in there. I think he's got enough of a points advantage that he's going to, but you know, we've seen him crumble in the past a little bit. Um, So, yeah, yeah, fingers crossed for him that he can hang in there right to the end. How good do you think Remy Gardner is? He's had his first blast on the uh, KTM MotoGP and has basically been blown away by how quick they are, but you know, we know Dad was was pretty handy, Wayne, but what do you think, from what you've seen of this kid in in 2 and 3, Moto 2 and 3, is he championship material down the path? Yeah, he has really, really surprised me. Um, I'm definitely becoming a fan. And I can tell you, I honestly wasn't. Um, when I was racing in Europe and, you know, went to a few MotoGP races, hung out in the paddock there, and <laughs> Remy was, like, really young and, and really ragged and um, probably didn't handle himself like a professional motorbike race, it would be <laughs> a fair way to put it. 
But, man, he has really come good these last couple of years. He's riding absolutely amazingly. And, yeah, it looks like he had a really successful test um, there on the MotoGP bike. So, yeah, I think he is the real deal. He's hung in there in Europe for so long uh, through so many ups and downs that I do really think he now deserves that chance in MotoGP. And it's awesome to see it coming and playing off for him. He's um, pretty um, into his cars as well. So if you follow him on social media, he's doing some pretty cool builds. Um, which is is pretty cool to see. It's oh, not often okay. you see. Uh, I, better, I better start following him on social media. Like I wasn't aw- I wasn't aware of of that that he was into cars. I wonder when he's got time to do that. Riding. Uh, you are so Moto big GP on social Moto media, too. and you're all over social media yeah. like a wet rag. No, I'm not. Yes, no, you are. I'm not. Well, don't you have someone help you? Someone does your social <laughs> media, right? Of course they do. I don't know how to do it. Oh, it's too hard. Matt, do you you sound like a fossil. I'm the wrong man. generation, mate, Stephen. Mate, I'm a little tiny bit older than you, but even I can handle a social media. Hey, uh, got to keep moving. Thanks as always. I, you got back out of the bike at the weekend. You're on your on your quacker. Uh, body body healed, has it? From all the, the rigors of riding a bike around a circuit. Yeah, it's here just enough to go racing again this weekend, so <laughs> I'll <laughs> well, give it another crack. Awesome. Uh, Look yeah. after yourself, eh? Uh, we haven't seen the invitation awesome. in the mail, by the way, for the wedding. Just asking again. <laughs> I'm starting to get the hints. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take it easy, mate. Thanks, Ev. You too. Cheers, guys.